0: Welcome to this edition of the Alabama Historical Association's podcast program. I'm your host, Marty Olaf, and I talk with people who conduct interesting research and do interesting things concerning Alabama history. You can find out more about the Alabama Historical Association, a membership organization devoted to Alabama history, by pointing your browser at our website, www.alabamahistory.net. Laura Murray, author and illustrator of Amazing Alabama, A Coloring Book Journey Through Alabama's 67 Counties, published by New South Press in 2017. Laura, thanks for taking time to talk with us today. Thank
1: you so much for inviting me. Laura, describe Amazing Alabama for us, would you? Well, Amazing Alabama is a coloring book of our state. Each of our 67 counties is represented with its very own coloring page And it has everything from livestock to endangered plant and animal species to churches and courthouses. There's a little bit of everything in our state, and I've tried to represent those on each individual page.
0: You've been working on a book tour for Amazing Alabama. How have people responded to that?
1: It's been surprising. It's gotten such great response, and not just from kids. I have had... The most fun, speaking to groups of adults and even older adults, because I don't just talk about the book. We talk about what I learned while researching the book, because I'm not from Alabama. I grew up in Georgia, so this whole book was a research project for me. So I talk to people about what I learned about the state. We talk about coloring tips and tricks. And if some of the locations are even more adventurous, I will bring coloring products and worksheets, and I'll show them how to layer colors and watercolor and everything else. So it's it's really been a great response, not just from the book standpoint, but from how much fun people have at the book talks.
0: And you didn't expect this kind of response,
1: did you? No, I really didn't. It's a coloring book, and I knew that it was something that I wanted, so somebody out there had to like it, but the humongous response that I've gotten was a little overwhelming. I've gotten requests from all over the state to come and talk to kids and libraries and museums. It's really been great. Who is your target audience for this? It's technically an adult coloring book, but my main target audience are kids. They're fourth graders. They're fifth graders. They're sixth graders. They're kids that find history a little droll. They are in Alabama history classes, looking at textbooks, and they need something else to pique their interest. If I can get one kid interested in our state that wasn't previously interested, then I feel like I've done my job with this book.
0: And do you think that you've gotten that kind of response from fourth and fifth graders?
1: I've spoken to all different age groups within elementary schools, and I think that fourth and fifth grade response has been the best. They've got a little bit of Alabama history under their belt at this point, and they understand what's going on. They're excited about seeing their county. They're excited about learning about the state. I had one child write me a thank you note after speaking to their school, and they said that they took it home, and their mom reads them a county every night. So it's not just the kids in schools that are excited. They're taking it home and getting their families excited about it as well. Are any teachers using the book as a supplement I went to Bullock County a couple of weeks ago and spoke with the fourth graders there at Union Springs Elementary School and also the Conecuh Private School. The private school teacher has a really small class of fourth graders, and she was super excited to have the book, to be able to use it for activities. The Union Springs Elementary School, they're actually coloring it together. The kids take it home, but they keep it in their backpacks so that they can bring it back to school and color it as a class. I spoke with a school in Montgomery right after the book was first published, and the teachers were thrilled to have something else to use in the classroom. So I've gotten a little bit of response here and there as more schools find out about the book and get interested in using it, then I think that response will grow.
0: What inspired you to create a coloring book in particular?
1: Well, I've always loved coloring books. I've always loved collecting them, and I still buy coloring books today. My husband and I went to New York back in October, and I came home with a brand-new coloring book. I love the black-and-white drawings of them. I love when a location or a town produces a coloring book. It really shows what is important to those people. Like I said earlier, I'm not originally from Alabama. I've been here for about four years. A couple of years ago, my husband and I went to the Alabama Book Festival in Montgomery, I just knew that I was going to find a really cool color book about the state, and there wasn't one. So I decided to take it upon myself to create what I wanted, and hopefully somebody out there would like it as much as I did.
0: You brought up your husband a couple of times. He's not just some run-of-the-mill guy as far as Alabama history goes, is he?
1: He's not. My husband's actually Steve Murray. He's the director of the Department of Archives in Montgomery. He's been extremely supportive and my cheerleader and my editor helping me with that one or two little grammatical mistake that I made throughout the process. But from the very beginning, he's made perfectly clear that this is my project and he can help if I need help. But he wanted me to push through this and do this on my own because it was my idea.
0: You didn't just have to have written information for conducting research and understanding what the counties are about. You also had to have images that you could make your drawings from. Can you tell us about that process?
1: Well, I started every single county by researching, sketching, compiling pictures, and then drawing the county out, and then I moved on to the next county. So each county was completed before I moved on to the next county. I started every single page with the Encyclopedia of Alabama. We are so fortunate here in the state to have such an incredibly rich encyclopedia of knowledge about our state. You can find any possible thing you need to find out about our state from the Encyclopedia of Alabama. I also use the National Register for Historic Places. I also use the Alabama Historical Commission's Register of Landmarks and Heritage. It's a much bigger list than the National Register, a lot of the things on there are more significant to us as a people than are the ones that are nationally recognized. And there's this little website called ruralsouthwestalabama.org. That was very helpful for me because some of those black belt counties were really difficult. (laughs) So as it comes to counties that I couldn't find stuff, I started with some friends who work at the Encyclopedia of Alabama. In the case of Greene County, I sent a message to Valerie Burns and asked her to help because it was the exact opposite problem than a lot of the Black Belt counties. Greene County had an overabundance of restored and beautifully taken care of buildings, and I wanted to make sure that I was picking the correct ones for that page. For a lot of it, I drove around and took pictures. I love to do little weekend road trips, and I would much rather drive through the country than on the interstate if I can help it. There were a couple of times when I couldn't find a picture and I would call somebody that lived close to that county and say, hey, can you drive out to so-and-so and take a picture for me? 99.9% of the time, they were able to help me with that. I have not visited all 67 of our counties, even though I have drawn a book for all 67 of our counties. But I'm getting close. I'm still driving through counties today, and I'll put the brakes on when I see something that I've drawn in the book, because I have to take a picture of it as well. Recently, I was in Montevallo, and I've been to Orr Park before, and Orr Park was an extremely important thing for me. I really wanted to put that in the Shelby County page, but I couldn't find the perfect tree, so I went and researched the tree in Orr Park and I found just the exact tree that I wanted to draw, and I drew it from a picture online. Well, recently, like I said, I was in Montevallo, and I walked around the park until I found the tree that I had drawn so I could take a picture of it. Where can people get a copy? Amazing Alabama can be purchased from New South Books. It can be purchased from my website. You can get it at Barnes & Noble, Books of Millions, around the state. It can be purchased from Amazon. And a lot of museums and parks and gift shops and libraries and things like that have it for sale as well. It's a coloring book with a colorful cover.
0: Has Amazing Alabama inspired other projects?
1: It has. I am currently working on the Georgia version of Amazing Alabama. It is going to be a little bit different because Georgia has 159 counties, whereas Alabama has 67 There will be a mention of each of the counties in the book, but I obviously can't do a 180-page coloring book because it wouldn't be cost-effective. So we're still working through the details on that one, but I am about a quarter of the way through with all of those drawings.
0: Now, you were telling me earlier that your father has some ideas for you.
1: He does. My family is from North and South Carolina, and my dad is chomping at the bit for me to hurry up and finish Georgia so he can help me with South Carolina and North Carolina versions. After coloring books, I also have another little idea in the back of my head for a project. When I was a little girl, my dad used to tell me these stories called Leroy stories. Leroy was a scruffy dog that lived in the country, and Leroy loved eating pinto beans, and he would help Santa Claus out on Christmas, and my dad told these off-the-cuff stories that was Sometimes they were five minutes, and sometimes they'd last the entirety of a trip to my grandma's house. So these stories mean a lot to me. I haven't heard one in probably 30 years. But every single Leroy story started out exactly the same way. Once upon a time, there was a puppy dog. This puppy dog's name was Leroy. Leroy was the best puppy dog in the whole wide world, and everybody loved Leroy. One day, and then he would start the story. So I have this project in the back of my head that I really want my dad to work on with me.
0: Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: I am a graphic designer. I've worked in the marketing industry for close to 20 years. And a couple of years ago, I was in a super high-stress position in a Fortune 500 company, and I decided to quit and figure out what I wanted to do. I've decided to take the summer off to spend time with my kids because my daughters are 15 and 12, and I had never really spent time with them. They've been in daycare and school and after-school care and summer camps for as long as they've been alive, and I just never went back. I started drawing, and drawing led to the book, and the book has led to other opportunities. So now I do freelance design work at home and draw in my not-so-spare time. I love to cook, and I love to watch old movies. I love to sew and craft. In fact, Steve told me the other day, I didn't need any more crafts. I'm good with the crafts that I've got. Anything creative just makes me happy.
0: Certainly, you have a way that people can get in touch with you if they want to know more about you. Can you tell us how they can contact you?
1: Yes. The two best ways you can get in touch with me are definitely my website it is lauramurraycreative.com and also on instagram my instagram handle is at alabama.pen.paper with either one of those you're going to be able to see what's new what i've been working on especially with the website i have a blog that i not so regularly update You can sign up for an email newsletter, check events, and that kind of thing. Always, I want people to please tag me on Instagram or Twitter with hashtag AmazingAlabama. If you color those pages and you just want to share, I love seeing pictures that people have colored and uploaded to share with me. Well,
0: thank you very much for joining us today, and congratulations on a well-received coloring book published by New South Press in 2017, Amazing Alabama, a coloring book journey through Alabama's 67 counties.
1: Well, thank you very much.
0: Thank you for joining us today. This has been another edition of the Alabama Historical Association podcast program. Our music is the traditional tune, Whistle By, performed at City Stages in 1996 by James Bryan and Carl Jones. It's provided courtesy of the Alabama Folklife Association, which you can find on the web at
1: alabamafolklife.org.